Hello, and thank you for downloading episode 74 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hey, do you want to help us out? And do you want to help your friends and family out by opening them up to a world of arguments that they never knew they needed in their lives? Share We Got This with the people you know. And you can do that very easily. Just use the link bit.ly forward slash share WGT. You can send it by email. You can send it on a mobile phone. One click access to this podcast, which you know and hopefully love. And now, without any further ado, here's episode 74 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Doctor. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Doctor? 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 Doctor. 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 And Doctor. Well, we miss anyone? Yodelay hee Ooh, is that how we're starting this episode with yodeling? It's my new greeting. Trying it out. I like it. Thank you. Yodelay hee lady. I can't really. Can you actually yodel? Because I can't. And people who can do it mystify me. Uh, No, and I will try, though. Yeah. Was that yodeling? That was perfect. I you you could be that little guy on the Price is Right who's climbing up the mountain. <laughs> I think my mic just peaked when I did that. Um, I <laughs> saw a guy when we were in the Grand Canyon who was dressed exactly like that guy. <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Oh God, nobody get the price too far off, or this guy is going to fall into the Grand Canyon." <laughs> Hal, yes. today I'm very excited. Yes, me too. Why we have a great episode. This one was suggested. Now, we have a lot of fans uh, who, who we love and adore and thank for listening who are Comic-Con folks. We ourselves sure. are Comic-Con folks. We've been to several Comic-Cons. And we've seen people wearing these costumes at every Comic-Con we've been to. They sell the T-shirts. They sell all this, all the merch. They, there's, there's definite... There is a fandom out there for this. So sure. today we have determined, uh, thanks to Beckett fan at Beckett fan. She was a uh, Twitter. Uh, this was, uh, I think she might be Beckett fan on Twitter, but she's also, this was submitted through the subreddit on maximum fun. Oh, okay. Great. So a Samuel Beckett fan, my favorites, Godot, um, <laughs> has submitted through maximum fun subreddit. Uh, the question that a lot of fans ask, who is the best doctor. Sure. That's like a really hotly contested thing that people yeah. are like, wait, like uh, there are a lot of different sort of quadrants of culture, right? And people are very, yeah. um, they're very passionate and they really dig in their, their heels on the things that, that they love. And in this area in particular, I, I feel like maybe the most rapidly protective of who their favorite is, is, is this area. Yeah. By the way, I like that you said there are lots and lots of quadrants. There's four. <laughs> Look, my mastery of the English language is not on trial here, Mark. And that is That's important fair. to remember because I misspeak all the time. That's why I don't oh. I, I don't listen back after I edit these. I listen through and I edit them and I, I just go, well, I said it. There's no way I can edit that out. All I can do is just I don't, never I don't listen, listen back after I send them to you. <laughs> I know. I know it's better. These that are way. just to me. These are just our conversations that people listen to. Yeah, you're just Hello, people listening. <laughs> you're just talking into space, and that's all you. This know. is just me talking, talking to my boy Hal. Yeah. Uh, but today, are you ready, Hal, to definitively pick the best doctor? I am ready. I'm excited. I have a lot of really. I was surprised at how strong my opinions were and how much I knew. Because traditionally, I would have thought I don't really know a lot about this, but it turns out. I've got quite a bit of knowledge, and that's power. Um, well, then let's just dive in. Why don't we – we have a list in front of us. Yeah. Uh, why don't we each – why don't we go down the list? I will start, 
uh, and, uh, and we will just give like a one sentence description. So everybody's on the same page about, cause not a lot of people, a lot of people may not know all of the doctors. They may have their favorite doctor, but they may not know all of them. Yeah. It's important to know a little bit about each one and what makes them different from one another. Great. So, uh, let's begin. Okay. First, Doc Hopper from the Muppet movie. He was the bad guy who chased Kermit, played by Charles Durning. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, we've got Dr. Teeth, uh, who is a keyboardist and the leader of the Electric Mayhem on the Muppet Show and the Muppet movie and, and basically all Muppet properties. Uh, keeping in line with the Muppets, we have Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, who is, uh, the scientist, often considered a mad scientist or a genius, depending on who you ask, with his assistant Beaker, who works at Muppet Labs and creates all sort of havoc. Sure. Then we've got Dr. Julius Strangepork from the Pigs in Space segment of The Muppet Show. Uh, we have Dr. J, famous basketball player, legend from – I'm not sure what team or city he represented. I mean, which city could it be? Only the greatest city on the planet of Earth and subsequently so the universe? he's from New York as oh. determined by this very show. I don't know why. No, Dr. J from the Philadelphia 76ers. Thank you. Uh, next we've got Dr. Feelgood. Um, and if you don't know him, there's a song that lets you know he's going to make you feel all right. Next, we have Dr. Oz, television personality and icon who has helped lots and lots of people to not only lose weight, but to get their lives healthier and back on track. We've got Dr. Phil, the straight shooter from Texas, who is discovered by Oprah. We have Dr. Drew, formerly of Loveline, uh, where he took uh, frank conversations about sex and brought them to the masses. Uh, we've also got Dr. John, the legendary musician out of New Orleans. I'm going to add one right here because okay. I thought of it. Sure. Uh, in addition to Dr. Drew, Dr. Ruth, who was also a noted sex expert. Oh, yes, of course. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Very important. How about Dr. Yes. Drake Ramore? Uh, which is, of course, Dr. Drake Ramore. the Days of Our Lives character played uh, by Joey Tribbiani on the show Friends. Dr. Leo Spichemin, spelled Spaceman from 30 Rock. We've got Dr. Framp, the plastic surgeon from the uh, <laughs> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, we have Doc, the dwarf from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, we've got the doctor who's from the show Doctor Who, which I think is a very popular show. Uh, I, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm aware of it. Uh, but certainly he's a, he's a notable doctor. Uh, we have Doc Severinsen, the band leader for The Tonight Show. Uh, Doc Ellis, the, uh, the pitcher who famously threw a no hitter while under the influence of acid. Dr. Zhivago, made famous in a classic Omar Sharif movie with a wonderful musical score. Dr. Doolittle, who can speak to animals. Dr. Doom, who is a villain. Doc Hollywood, who is Michael J. Fox. Dr. Ken, played by the actual doctor and hilarious comedian, Dr. Ken Jong. The gunfighting, tuberculosis-having, gambling dentist, Doc Holliday. We have Dr. Giggles, the horror movie character uh, who terrorized uh, a, ni a late 1980s, maybe early 90s uh, horror picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got Dr. Strange, who uh, who is the Sorcerer Supreme, uh, who has his own film coming out this November. Uh, we have Dr. Doctor, who, when uh, I asked him for the news, informed me that I have a bad case of loving you. And the witch doctor, where whenever you go to the witch doctor with a problem, he just tells you to say, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Dr. Death, Jack Kevorkian, the famous uh, euthanasist. <laughs> That's, that sounds right to me. What about Dr. Death, Steve Williams, the famous pro wrestler? Didn't know who he was until today. Well, you should. Dr. Victor Frankenstein built a man. Doc Brown helped Marty travel back in time and invented the time-traveling DeLorean. Dr. Detroit, uh, who was a character played by Dan Aykroyd, who was a pimp. That's right. Uh, we've also got Dr. Zayas from Planet of the Apes. Dr. Nick Riviera. Hi, Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. And Dr. Uh, Hibbard from The Simpsons, who laughs like this. <laughs> 
Staying in the Matt Groening universe, we've got Dr. Zoidberg from uh, Futurama. We've got a Doc Hammer from the Venture Brothers. Guest of the podcast and dear friend. Yes. Uh, also from that very program that Doc Hammer created, Dr. Venture himself, our work juice player friend, James Urbaniak. That's right. We've got Doc Savage, the Superman before there was a Superman. Coming soon to the motion picture screen announced uh, very recently that he'll be played by The Rock. And finally, we have Doctors Venkman, Stance, and Spengler, the original Ghostbusters. So, Hal, this is our list of Doctors. Yes. Who who's going to get an honorable mention and immediately cut from this list? Well, I think we need to to cut the Ghostbusters loose, and the reason why is they're primarily known as Peter, Egon, and Ray. Um, they're not really known right. by their Doctor names. So we we got to look through and sort of say, all right, who here who here is actually known? Uh, as, as by their doctor name, which is why we didn't include, uh, Dr. Henry Jones, better known as, as Indiana, even though he's called. And why we also didn't include all the doctors from Grey's Anatomy, General yes. Hospital, um, uh, ER, any of those shows, because though they're not, their first name isn't Doctor. Yeah. Which is what we are looking for in this. I mean, also almost everybody on MASH, you've got, uh, Hawkeye, uh, you know, people, those, uh, that group of doctors, we've eliminated them. Dr. Kildare, we're not going to talk about. Um, so, you know, uh, but to go back to Indiana Jones very briefly, even though he's called Dr. Jones repeatedly by villains, we all know him as Indiana. We don't think of him as Dr. Henry Jones Jr. Right. Uh, I hate to do this, um, <laughs> but I would also like to eliminate for spelling purposes, even though I think he is a great, fun, uh, amazing baseball player who lived a crazy life that is well documented in an amazing documentary you can find on Netflix. Yes. Uh, we should eliminate Doc Ellis because his is spelled D-O-C-K. Congratulations on pitching a no-hitter on LSD and wearing your curlers in your hair while you pitched. Yeah, it is really is a great documentary, and it's called a documentary, guys. I did a pun. Oh, look at oh, that. I'm not going to sleep well tonight. Um. But he's a really interesting sort of uh, figure in civil rights as well. Like just a fascinating human being that's been sort of overlooked by both sports and traditional history. So check that out. Uh, I think we should also eliminate uh, our remaining TV doctors. Um, and that would be Dr. Oz, Phil, Drew, and Drake Ramore. Uh, and I don't know that I agree with you on you that. You don't? Why not? I don't because I would if if we're going to do this I would leave Dr Oz on the list because I like Dr Oz I think he does a lot of good work. I think that Dr Drew Dr Drew can get a little sleazy on his show. Mm -hmm. Uh Dr Phil can get a little sleazy on his show. Uh but uh Dr Oz I think is doing good work. Uh I don't watch that show because uh, for the same reason I took a C in biology and did not dissect frogs because it's friggin gross. I don't Wait a minute. See, you like, were the kid that didn't dissect the frog? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I didn't want – first of all, I I didn't want the frog's death on my hands. Somehow I felt responsible for it. Number two – It was already dead. There's gross stuff in there. I know there are going to be doctors in the world. I also know I'm not going to be one of them. I don't want to take apart this animal. Don't make me. I'll take the scene. All right. And how odd that we uh, – like it should be elective. It shouldn't be – Here's a project that you have to take a C on if you feel weird about cutting it. That is true. Open. My school, uh, my school, Farragut High School, shout out to Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, they, you, there was an alternative that you could do. You could do book work instead and still get an A on the project. Oh, that seems Which fair. Which I thought was very cool of them. Yeah. yeah that seemed fair. I like, I like All that. right. So let's eliminate Dr. Phil and Dr. Drew. And you know what? Um, since he's getting the honorable mention now and it sounds like you're not going to, uh, you're not going, if, should we choose him to be the greatest doctor, uh, you would not be on board with that. I will say, uh, we can eliminate Dr. Oz. I think you're wonderful, Dr. Oz. I own your book, You, the Instruction Manual. Um, it's a great book, but Hal doesn't like you, so let's get rid of you. Look, you, what you do is gross. I appreciate that you're, a like, I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I don't need to see what a human bladder looks like out on a table. I know it's in me. Just tell me how to keep it clean. That's all I want. Like, if you go to a All mechanic, right. you don't want them to make you, like, <laughs> take apart – you don't want to watch them take a car apart unless you want to be a mechanic. Yeah, I like watching them take the car apart. Well, then you maybe you should be a mechanic, Mark. Well, no. You know what? I'm an actor, and so are you, Hal. And you know what? Know thy instrument. Fine. 
Yeah, let me uh, dissect an animal and take anatomy. Let me just quickly cut myself open and I'll just I'll peek around inside. It'll be fine. All right. If we're eliminating the TV doctors, we're losing Dr. Drake Ramore, Dr. Leo Spichemin, and Dr. Fromf as well. Yes. We're, we're also losing Dr. Hibbard, Dr. Zoidberg. Um, we're losing Dr. Rusty Venture. But I, I would keep Dr. Hammer because he's a person and he's more and a than great just person. the Venture brothers. He's an extremely talented painter. He's a musician. He's a raconteur. He's a style. He's a stylish gentleman of tomorrow and today. Uh, let's look at the movie doctors and see if there's any that we want to eliminate and any that we want to keep around to the finals. Very quickly. The movie though, doctors. Very quickly. What's sorry. That? Are we yeah. going to also, uh, Dr. Julius Strange Pork leaves because he is ultimately a television doctor because that's true. He hasn't really made his way into films, at least not in a larger scale, but I, but I would say we keep Dr. Teeth and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew because of their appearances in multiple Muppet films. They're part of the larger group of Muppets. That they is- are part of the canon. Yes. Um, all right. So let's, uh, you know what? Also another great doc, not a, not a medical doctor, but a heck of a musician. Um, uh, and I guess technically since he is on television, this would make him a TV doctor. Right. Uh, Doc Severinsen. Yes. You had a great run and you introduced us to some amazing jazz that has lived on in the form of Paul Schaefer and other great late night musicians like The Roots. Thank you, Doc Severinsen, for your service. Uh, we are eliminating you. Goodbye, Doc. Somebody play him off. <laughs> Doc Severinsen. Uh, I'm going to say another, another TV doctor. You're going to hate this, Hal. Go ahead. Wrestling's a TV show. Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Well, hold on a second. (laughs) Hold on. I didn't know who this guy was until minutes ago. Look, if you can eliminate Dr. Oz, I can eliminate Dr. Death. Well, I just, I I want you to eliminate him for the right reasons, which is that you don't know who he is. So you don't feel he's notable enough. But wrestling, when you watch it on television, I mean, he comes from the, the territory days when basically they just taped what was happening in an arena or they made a show in a studio and sent it out. But I mean, he was an athlete. So by that, by that logic, you would also eliminate Dr. J, which we're not going to do. Um, because a lot of people know him from television that, that helped him gain wider exposure. If he had just been All right. dunking on suckers. So, uh, uh, so we're eliminating, we're eliminating Dr. Death from the WWE, your favorite TV show, and also Dr. J from your favorite basketball team. Is that what's happening now? Um, Mark, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> sure. Right over here in the corner. Don't uh-huh. you, don't, What's up, Hal? Don't you embarrass me. Don't you embarrass me in front of everybody. I'm sorry. We are not getting rid of Dr. J. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you next me. time. I'm gonna hit you next Yo. time. Okay. Alright, let's go back on. Put your happy face on. Alright. Happy face back on. Uh, okay. I think, I think Dr. Death Steve Williams, I just wanted to mention he, he uh, he was a very popular wrestler, uh, for those who, 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 uh, follow that, that, uh, I, Sports entertainment juggernaut. Uh, I don't, I'm losing the words to really describe what wrestling is because I have so many opinions on it, but. Uh, oh, I know. I'll, I'll, I can give you some words to describe what, wes- what wrestling is. Careful. Uh, it's a, a TV show where men in tights pretend to hurt each other. Boy. You know, uh, that's. Is pretty- that right? Did I get that right? It's somewhat accurate. Uh, but Dr. Death Steve Williams has been eliminated. Thanks to our most recent guest, by the way, who will probably never ever come on the show again after hearing me say that. WWE tag team champion, Austin Creed. That's true. That's um, true. <laughs> all right. Uh, if I may now eliminate, uh, eliminate, because if you think about the Hippocratic Oath. Okay. The Hippocratic Oath says, first do no harm. Oh, no. So I feel like at this point we can eliminate a few of the doctors on this list who arguably have done harm. And I'm talking about uh, Dr. Giggles, Dr. Doom, Dr. Jack Kevorkian, and through no fault of his own other than his hubris – Dr. Victor Frankenstein. Okay. All right. I, that, that makes sense. Um, is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah. I mean, oh, I love Dr. Doom. He's such a great doctor. 
doctor. Well, he's not a great doctor. He's a great character. He's a terrible doctor. Look, he's a doctor and he's great. Doesn't that make him a great doctor? No. I'm just, that's how Ugh. he's identified. Mark, I mean. Now I'm eliminating him. By the way, I saw two more TV doctors that we got to take off the list. Dr. Ken. Shout out to uh, Dr. Ken. Ken Jeong, one of my favorites, a great comedic actor. Yes. But uh, we're eliminating we're eliminating the TV doctors for no reason other than we have a big list to get through. Okay. Who's the other doctor? Uh, the other one is Dr. – well, no, this was a movie doctor, not a TV – I was going to say Dr. Zayas, but he is a TV do- – or a movie doctor, not a TV doctor. Yes, he is a movie doctor. So should we talk more about these movie doctors? Let's talk about these movie doctors. Uh, the movie doctors that we have on here, we started to do this a minute ago. The movie doctors that we have on here, uh, Dr. Zayas. Yes. Dr. Detroit. Yep. Um, Doc Hollywood. Yep. Doc Brown. Doc Brown and Dr. Zhivago and Doc the Dwarf. And Doc the Dwarf, yes. And also the Muppet doctors. Uh, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the list of doctors and one more, uh, Hippocratic Oath non-follower that okay. we need to get rid of because he did more harm than good. Uh-huh. We all know how much we both love the Muppets. This guy fought against them. We have to eliminate the late, great Charles Durning as Doc Hopper. That's true. He spent the entire film trying to turn Kermit the Frog into food. He's a yeah. monster. He's a monster. And he only stopped because uh, Animal became huge. Yeah, he would have kept going. He'd have killed them all. Yeah, he wasn't like, oh, I've seen the error of my ways. He, he, no, he got bullied out of it by a giant animal. Let's get back to the other movie doctors. Go ahead. Uh, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Detroit, Doc Brown, uh, Doc Hollywood, Dr. Zhivago, Doc the Dwarf, and Dr. Doolittle. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I have a feeling here. I, I know Dr. Zhivago is a classic film. I'm not as tied into that as I am to some of these other characters. Are, are there mm-hmm. any here that you feel very strongly about uh, as people who are like, this would be a candidate for the best doctor? There are – on this list, mm-hmm. uh, there are two. Okay. Actually, this is a good list. The Movie Doctors is a good list. It is. Um, there are two, and that is Doc the Dwarf and Doc Brown. I would agree with you. I love uh, – okay. I like the idea of Dr. Doolittle. I like the many different versions of Dr. Doolittle. Um, sure. The but. version – I especially like the version in the musical where uh, because the actor that played Dr. Doolittle could not sing, he spoke, sang every song. <laughs> so if you go back and listen to the soundtrack to the original Dr. Doolittle movie, I don't remember what actor that was. Um, but he he was not a singer. So they just had him say – Every song. Yeah, he's like... Um, and like a longer note, he would just kind of make it last. He's like uh, Marlon Brando in Guys and Dolls. Exactly. Dr. Doolittle, we love that you can talk to animals. Oh, it's tempting to keep him. Doc Hollywood, we have to eliminate, yeah. even though he'd lear- he did learn his lesson, and we love Michael J. Fox. Oh, it's a great movie. He's not going to be at the top of the list. I love that movie. When I say great movie, I just mean I love watching it. I know it's not like Citizen Kane, but... It's a really fun movie that everybody should watch multiple sure. times. Sure. And as a teenager, um, there, there was some, there was some, uh, delightful toplessness for a 13 year old boy in that movie. Very true. Unexpected and enjoyed. So we've eliminated, who have we eliminated? Zhivago, Doolittle. Detroit. Uh, Detroit, Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. I know. Dr. Zayas is great. And right. if, and where do we want to keep Dr. Zayas through to the end? I No, I just want to say I love – and I think I've talked about this before. I love the fact that they're basically – they basically look like store-bought ape masks that can talk. And I and I know that the <laughs> makeup work was like revolutionary at the time um, and it was important work. But I always just see, see it as like a store-bought mask that somebody is working with their uh, – with their hands. Yeah. It was revolutionary, though. The fact that they could get those lips to move, the way that they did it, I am told, is that uh, it was all – it was one of the early uses of um, foam latex where the foam would actually move. It was attached to their lips, so the foam would move with their lips. Right. Uh, not as great as the later versions, but the movies I thought were a lot of fun. That said yeah. – Sorry, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas. Oh, back to the Simpsons. Um, yep. 
What about Dr. Teeth and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew? Ah, uh, I feel like they transcend movie doctor. Okay. Um, would you, but I feel like there's going to be only one Muppet that makes it to the end out of those. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, do a one, two, three and see if we come up with the same one. All right. Of, of who should stay. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? One, two, uh-huh. three. Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth. Did we not do that at the same time? I feel like you were following me. No. Did you say teeth? I did say teeth. Yeah, we I, we said it at exactly the same time. Okay, fantastic. at least from my end, we may have a slight delay because I am in Fallujah covering the war. Oh, fair enough. Right. <laughs> Thank you for your bravery, Doctor Bunsen Honeydew, a wonderful Muppet who has contributed a lot to the world. But people like music more than they like science. Has he contributed that much to the world? It seems like the best thing he did was stumbling upon making animal vague. Outside of that, he he just physically tortures Beaker. That's true. He is a he is a bit of a sadist. So that's another reason to get rid of him. Also has no eyes. But we love him. Yeah. Yeah. And we're eyeists. <laughs> All right. Um so we've got uh oh there's look. I I love a lot of these, but there are some on here. Some of these song-based doctors. Uh-huh. I think I think if we don't know what they look like then I mean, boy, that is how highest. are we going? How are they going to become the greatest doctor of all? First of all, the witch doctor, his diagnoses are terrible. Uh, doctor, doctor, all he ever diagnoses is bad cases of loving people. And doctor feel good. I'm pretty sure he's giving us drugs like drugs, drugs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. These are terrible doctors who have questionable training and their methodology is just pure crap. So are you comfortable to delete these? Get them out of here. I feel like uh, I'm at a Trump rally. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. (laughs) Oh, hey, except that guy. That's my African-American. Oh, my goodness. What an embarrassment. Uh, All right. Let's not get into politics or I'm going to have an aneurysm. (laughs) And and I will have to call Dr. Doctor, who will tell me that my aneurysm was just, I have a bad case of loving somebody. But then you can go to Dr. Feelgood, and then you'll just forget it ever happened. Exactly. So we're losing the witch doctor, Dr. Doctor, and Dr. Feelgood. Yes, we are. All right, Hal, what about the comic book doctors that are on our list here? Dr. Strange and Doc Savage. Um, well, I think we have to pick one to come out, and Doc Savage is probably one that, that, that the layperson to comics doesn't really know much about. Um, which is me. Which is you, but you've heard of Dr. Strange. I have heard of Doctor Strange, and I know that uh, the movie is coming out. And who is playing him? Benedict Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. We'll leave him in just because I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah, and he's an important character. Uh, I, I don't mm-hmm. know where he'll stand against some of the other finalists, but the Sorcerer Supreme and Defender of, of this realm is coming along for the ride so far. You want to look now at um, actual human beings? Yes. Yes, let's do that. How about that? that? Because uh, it looks like right now our list uh, breaks down between fictional characters and real humans. Okay, that's fair. So of the real humans on the list, who is going to make it out of this list into the finals? All right, so we have Doc Hammer, our good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, Doc Holliday. Mm-hmm. Although, does he fall – here's a question about Doc Holliday. Does he fall under the, the people who who are violators of the Hippocratic Oath even though he is – do dentists have to take the Hippocratic Oath? Because they I, are a doctor in some way. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think that my dentist at some point took an oath that said do no harm. That's true. Although all dentists do harm all the time, even as they're fixing things. Like it is. No, they do. They don't do harm. Sometimes things are painful, Hal, but that's how we deal with life. Oh, sure. I'm saying that it's not that they do good things, but there's always harm. Like it's a very difficult profession. I have dentists in my family, so I know mm-hmm. like they're great dentists, but – you have to work and know that you're in a job where you're going to inflict pain on people in order to help heal them. So, um, in that way, uh, all, all dead and all doctors really, they all hurt you. So they should just get rid of that oath. But, um, Doc Holliday was a dentist, also killed a bunch of people as a gunfighter. He was a gambler. Um, he took up with, with, uh, ladies of ill repute. Yes. 
uh, but he also helped the Erp gang when they fought at the OK Corral against uh, the guy whose name is escaping me right now. Even though two weeks ago I was at the OK Corral and watched the gunfight. Is it Johnny Ringo? Was it? Jo- no. What the hell was that guy's name? Uh, you know, there- I'm really sad that I can't come up with it because I was about to go on a thing of, well, you know, I wrote a turn paper on uh, the gunfight at the OK Corral and – <laughs> Damned if I can remember who it was against, but I will tell you of of the different versions of that fight that have been in films, mm-hmm. that the version in the movie Tombstone, which is a fantastic movie, if you haven't seen it, see yes, it. Yes, it's a great movie. It is the most historically accurate representation of that gunfight in that it was over very quickly. Yeah, that gunfight was 30 seconds long. Yeah. As most gunfights are, unless sure. people are hiding and just firing over rocks. Yeah, unless people are a terrible shot. Yeah, that's what I would I'm just do. picturing two people in an open field dueling until both of their guns are empty and then just going, eh. Yeah, I, I like to think... Which is... I like to think that that's how duels ended a lot of times. Oh, sure. Uh, I like to think if I was in a gunfight that I would... uh That I would be smart and hide and fire, but I know I wouldn't, and here's how I know. Um, I mm-hmm. recently got the game Overwatch, which is a sort of a team-based fighting game. Uh, first person shooter. And no uh-huh. matter what character I am, and there, some are really good at up close fighting, some are better to use in the fringes of the battle. No matter who I play, I just run up right into the middle of stuff. Just because I'm like, I want to also be a part of this. This sounds like fun. Blam. Done. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. And gone. Um, I always thought if I was in an actual gunfight, I would just pretend I got shot and fall. <laughs> right? And then when everybody left, I would just get up and go home and have some cereal and be like, that was a crazy day. (laughs) They call him Gagliardi the Grounder. Oh, yeah. Mesa. Um, Also, uh, then suddenly I would have no debt because I would be deceased. Oh, there you go. You really figured it out. You guys, I figured this out. Yeah. You Um, smartest cowboy in the wild, wild west. That said, are we leaving Doc Holliday on the list? We can leave him on for now. Now, for me, the real doctor who I would take out of this, no disrespect yes. to Doc Hammer, who is really like – besides, he's like re- – he's well known for for Venture Brothers, of course. He mm-hmm. he edits. He uh, writes a- along with uh, Jackson Public, our other good friend. He does a ton of great voices on the show. Um, but – like he's a he's really like a renaissance man in terms Absolutely. of the things that he does. And he's he's genius level beyond genius level smart. When you talk to him, it's like, oh wow, you are a incredibly bright, bright man. And a world class uh portrait painter. Yes. His series of portraits that he is making right now, which he showed us when he was kind enough to open up uh the studio for us to come in and record. Yeah. He is, these are, these are beautiful, beautiful works of art. And he is a, he is an incredible, incredible artist and renaissance man. Uh, though I will say between him and Doc Holliday, uh, he, I don't know that he has an actual doctorate. That is true. I believe Doc is a nickname. Yeah. Um, so between those two, I, uh, they're both great docs. But mm-hmm. for me, and I know it's going to be old Philly Hal clinging to his hometown again, but Dr. J is such a great doctor. The fact that Wait, he, we weren't even talking about Dr. J. Because he's another real life doctor. And so, oh, well, if we're doing that, so is Dr. John. He is Dr. John. Uh, we Dr. didn't John mention Dr. Great. John. All right, then let's talk about Dr. John. I'll go on my rant about Dr. J in a You know what? No, I won't. Dr. John can wait. Dr. J. Uh, you mean Dr. John can wait like I'm about to do until you're done with this rant? Yeah. You and Dr. John can go sit in the waiting room yeah. right now while I talk for just a second, okay, about Dr. You know J. what, Hal? This is a great time for us to play some commercials for other great podcasts that you can hear on the Maximum Fun Network. Take it away. Hi, I'm comedian Emily Heller. And I'm cartoonist Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. Do you want to learn weird new facts? Do you like hearing successful creative women talk about their poop? Do you want the scoop on Martha Stewart's pony? If you answered yes to any of these questions, our show is for you. We interview people like Paula Tompkins, Kristen Shaw, Michael Che, and more. So check us out on Maximum Fun. And let us mess up your brain. Yes, please. <laughs> 
geniuses, we know everything. Hey, you work hard, you play harder, you look great, and you smell fantastic. You deserve a vacation where you can kick back, hone your creativity, enjoy incredible comedy performances, and make some new lifelong friends in a maybe haunted inn in the Poconos Mountains. We've got The Adventure Zone, JJ Go, Joe Firestone's Friends of Single People, plus stand-up from Aparna Nancherla, Phoebe Robinson, Kevin Avery, Joel Kim Booster, and way more. Join us for Max FunCon East. September 2nd through 4th, there are only 10 rooms left, so head to maxfuncon.com and nail down your tickets today. Like now. Do it. I'm never going to forgive you, even though I enjoy listening to those commercials. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive you. This is, we are in a, in a fight for life now. Oh, pumpkin. I love you. I love you too. And you know who else I love? Dr. J, who was uh, so, such a smooth operator on the court and was so mind-boggling in the things that he could do that they called him the doctor because of the way he operated on the court. That's how he got that nickname. And later went went on to earn an honorary doctorate from UMass, which is where he went to school. So he is now actually technically a doctor, not only in nickname, but uh, in actual title. Um, but he, if you've never, if you love Michael Jordan, if you love LeBron James, if you love any acrobatic basketball player, I urge you to go watch a highlight reel of the things that Dr. J did on the basketball court. Cause, because almost any incredible shot that you've seen from someone else, Dr. J did first. Not every single one, but most of them. And he has what I think is the greatest basketball shot of all time against the Los Angeles Lakers in the, in the 1980s finals in Philadelphia, which is a series that the Sixers lost in a game that they lost. And the, the two stories out of that uh, were Kareem Abdul Jabbar was hurt. So, uh, Magic Johnson, who was a rookie, took his place and instead of playing point guard, started at center and completely dominated the game. But the other one is Dr. J being closed off at the baseline, which is where the back of the basket is, Mark. And, uh, I know without any options, he jumped in the air and curved. He curved like a bullet in, in, uh, in that movie wanted. And threw the ball up underneath <laughs> from underneath the basket and put it in. And Magic Johnson himself was quoted as saying, after I saw that shot, I didn't know whether to continue playing or to stop everything and ask him to do it again. He defied <laughs> gravity. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So he's still on the list. Now talk about Dr. John. Dr. John is uh, a gr- – I mean, I don't have – I'm not from New Orleans where Dr. John is from. So sure. I don't have the bias that Hal has toward Dr. J. <laughs> so I will just say that Dr. John, an excellent, uh, excellent sort of along with Professor Longhair, the fathers of New Orleans piano. Right. And, uh, and a, a really cool way of playing music. And now Dr. John, when you see him, he dresses, uh, he dresses like a Muppet shaman. Yeah, he, he looks, is, he looks he like is a, covered in feather boas and headdresses like he is Royal Order Water Buffalo meets uh, the chicken lady. Yeah, he's a he's a human Mardi Gras float. He is. But boy, is he an amazing mu- uh, musician. That said, of the four humans on this list, the four actual humans, Doc Hammer, Doc Holliday, Dr. John and Dr. J, I think we have to eliminate the two that are not actually doctors. Okay. I don't know if Dr. John is actually a doctor. I assume he is not. I assume that is a, a moniker given, uh, because in New Orleans, you get a nickname for Mardi Gras. I don't know. Oh, by the way, so, if you want like an easy end to Dr. John music, listen to the opening number from The Princess and the Frog, the Disney film, which is a Dr. John yes. song. Uh, also the song, uh, Right Place, Wrong Time. A classic of his. Yes. Uh, very, very big hit for Dr. John. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say we have to eliminate, unfortunately, our dear friend, Renaissance man and genius Doc Hammer. Yes. Along with, uh, brilliant New Orleans musician, Dr. John. Okay. Which leaves, uh, is that okay, Hal? I, I think Dr. J, Dr. J has made it through to at least another round. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm sad to see the other doctors go. I don't want to see any doctor go, but, um, by the way, you know what else I'm, I am sad to see? And I think this is only because we're such huge Muppet fans. Yeah. Uh, I am, I am sad to see Dr. John Go and Dr. Teeth, who is 
an homage to Dr. John yeah. stay. Well, in a way, they even speak the same. In they a, both have that sort of thing. <laughs> in a way, then, Dr. John gets to live on through Dr. T. In the form of Dr. T. Yeah. And isn't that what we all want to live on in Muppet form? Oh, that'd be so great. Um, and, and looking at this list now, our list is down to seven. Yes. Dr. Strange has made it pretty far. That said, the other six are household name icons in a way that Dr. Strange is not. I think it's fair to say that Dr. Strange is, uh, is someone uh, of which people are tangentially aware unless they're comic book fans. So I will concede right. that point. I, that could all change after November. I'm looking forward to the movie. Right. I know a lot of people. It's going to be great. I, I, yeah, I've, I have a lot of faith in Marvel, uh, at this point. So, uh, until, until the fall, things may change, but it ain't the fall. It's the summer. Um, and, uh, so also on this list, which is now down to six. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm going to make, uh, I'm gonna propose an elimination. Go ahead. That, that will lose us fans. Oh, great. Sounds wonderful. Um, because, there is not one cohesive version. And also because we are going to save, we, we will likely save, uh, the episode that everyone thought this episode was going to be for later. For certain we will. And he's a television uh, doctor. And also because he's a television doctor. Um, I'm terribly sorry. I have to eliminate the doctor from Doctor Who. Yeah, I mean, he's deserving of his own episode. He will get his own entire episode. Much in the way that we eliminated A Christmas Carol from our Christmas movie episode. Right. We are we are eliminating the Doctor to fight another day. Yeah, he'll regenerate into his own episode, yeah. and we'll discuss him then. So, here are the final five for five. us to choose from. Great. Dr. Teeth, Dr. J, Doc, Doc Holiday, and Doc Brown. All right. Of of where those, do you want to go first? Let me ask you this, Doc. Mm-hmm. Did he ever really do anything medical for the other dwarves? Like, did he ever try and pin back Dopey's ears or try and help uh, Sleepy uh, with what's clearly a case of narcolepsy? Right. Why, if he or like give give Sneezy an antihistamine. Yeah. Is he really just Doc because he wears glasses and has a beard? Uh, he's also the smartest and most learned. Of the seven dwarfs. He also is the leader when they, uh, he leads the singing when they're marching to and from the mine. Okay. He, uh, he leads them when they, he is, he is, I will say, fearless and loyal and a kind man. When, uh, when it's time for, when they, they realize that someone is, has intruded upon their home and cleaned it. Doc is the first one who leads the other dwarves into the house to sneak upstairs and find out who did it. Unfortunately, he also showed a little cowardice when they forced Dopey to go to be the one to go and look. Well, that's also smart because uh let's let's face it, Mark, if if you got to your home and you saw a sign that somebody had broken in, what's the first thing you would do? Uh, I would send a dopey upstairs to figure out who it was. Yeah. You wouldn't say, Hey, everybody, let's go in there. Maybe they're still around. Yeah. You would go call the woodsman or whoever to come <laughs> like, Hey, would you come in here with that axe and just swing it around and make sure that that, that the bedroom intruder hasn't gotten up in here? Actually, um, years and years ago, um, I was, uh, I was with Jen, uh, my ex-girlfriend. We were living together uh -huh. and, um, and we thought we heard an intruder and both of us immediately grabbed whatever large item we could find. She grabbed a baseball bat. I think I grabbed like a broom and we were ready to go. So we didn't, you know, immediately call the little, uh, ADT sign number that's posted out in front of the house. We went in there. There was no intruder, but, you know, I'm just saying. Lucky for fearless, you. Fearless, Hal. Fearless. Yeah. Well, fearless is not always the smartest thing. So I don't know if he's living up to his moniker of Doc. That's all. Um, I just want to point that out. All right. I, 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 I like Doc so much that I don't want to eliminate him. All um, right. We can save it. 
And maybe he'll, who knows? Maybe he'll win. Let's. So who else? He probably won't. Who else should we eliminate? Let's look at it this way. Okay. We've got a mu- We've got a musician, a basketball player, a miner, a dentist, and a mad scientist. Right. I don't think it's fair. I here's the uh, you're giving Doc Brown a a bad knock. You're- okay, no, no, no. Okay, I will say a a misunderstood scientist. Yeah, I mean he. Okay, he a tends- wonderful scientist. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to use mad as a pejorative. Right, but that's the whole thing. Is like the alternate history of Back to the Future Two is he's committed to an asylum. Right. Doc Brown committed. Doc Brown commended. Yeah, uh, or he, honored or whatever. They he happens to be right almost the entire time until Back to the Future Three, which. I don't know if I consider that canon for me. I'm just. I liked Back to the Future Three. I thought fine. it was fun. It's fine. It's fine. But I mean, Doc Brown's a pretty great character. I, to me, that he's as much as I love Doctor J. Doc Brown would be that would be a tough one to beat. All right. Um. So yeah, I think Doc Brown is also. I also think Doc Brown is a pretty tough one to beat. So if we could eliminate it down, who? Of these other four, do you think that Doc Brown would make it to the final two? I, I do, and I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to to be a mensch here, as my father would say, and I will I will let go of Dr. J, if only to say he is the man uh who brought a, a basketball championship to the city of Philadelphia alongside Moses Malone. He is a he is a cherished icon who turned out to be a flawed person out off the court. Who knew? Like many oh, people. Oh, I, I I didn't know not any to, of that about not, him. I mean, not certainly not to the scale of of other athletes. But I think I, if I understand correctly, he had an illegitimate child who grew up to oh. be a professional tennis player. Uh, oh. So he certainly committed his share of indiscretions on the basketball court. He is a legend, and uh, I encourage you if you're a fan of the sport and you don't know who Dr. J is, educate yourself. Well. As you are being a mensch in eliminating Dr. J, uh, I will also be a mensch and eliminate the one that I was rooting for because of my Disney f- both fandom and roots. Sure. Um, I will take Doc off the list. Mm-hmm. I will also, because of his gunfighting, gambling, and prostitution, eliminate Doc Holiday from the list and it, leave it down to, because we are such huge Muppet fans, Dr. Teeth and Dr. Emmett Brown. Oh man. Would you say that is fair? It is fair. Oh, this is tough. I feel like it was all leading to to this. As so many of our episodes do, we just cut away wide swaths of people and then yeah. get down to a difficult decision. So All right. What which way are you leaning? Are you leaning towards Dr. Teeth? Um, I am and Dr. Teeth has some great music. Uh, he has led a band of misfits and managed to wrangle a group of unruly Muppets, uh, Jan, Floyd, uh, most importantly, Animal, yep. uh, who is, who is very difficult to wrangle. Uh, he had that wonderful painted bus. Um, don't forget Zoot, Zoot by the way. Yeah. I, I, I said Please. Zoot. Zoot. I, I right. added Zoot. It took me a second to find his name. Oh, my uh, goodness. I know. A great band. Um, and a, a wonderful friend to Kermit and a loyal, a loyal, uh, the Doc Severinsen to Kermit's, uh, to Kermit's Johnny Carson. That said, Emmett Brown built a time machine. I mean, he built a time machine. No scientist in history. Lots of people have held together unruly bands. Lots of people have played great jazz music, including Dr. Teeth and his, uh, his inspiration, Dr. John. A lot of people have done that. Right. You know what a lot of people haven't done? Tell me. Built a time machine. It's true. Um, do you agree enough to say those words that I know you want to say? Well, uh, after much deliberation, and and a jaunting run through the medical field and pop culture landscape. I have to say, people of the world. There it is. I want you to take that box that you thought had every other great doctor in it and open it up. 
You'll see. It's just some old pinball parts. You got swindled by Dr. <laughs> Emmett Brown, who took your plutonium and used it to power a time machine made out of a DeLorean. Because if you're going to travel through time, you might as well do it in style. He's classy. He's quirky. He's got crazy hair. He's got crazy ideas. He's been all over the timeline, and all he wants to do is set it right and explore and do things for the good of humanity. And isn't that what a doctor's job is, ultimately? To do what's best for humanity? To do no harm or as little harm as possible? He's performing surgery on the very timeline itself. And I'll tell you what. He was successful. Successful as F. And that is why (laughs) Doc Brown is the greatest doctor asked Uh, and answered beckett fan surprise is that that the first time you've ever used the word effed on this show because it just made me giggle i said as f as f people know what it means this is a family show no i know it just it that's why it made me laugh thank you we have to find creative ways to curse like you do uh i think we've talked about this before but we we've both done our share of looping or adr work um, mm-hmm. And sometimes it's replacing curse words for television broadcast. Yeah. Melon farmer. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, so there you go. That's my, that's my, uh, my little backdoor into cursing is as. Well, Hal, this, this topic, I don't know if this is what, I assume this is what Beckett fan meant. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that, I think that we've done good work here today. I think we, we've solved a pretty age old question that a lot of fans had. Uh, but there are many other questions out there. Sure are. And we want to hear from you about them. So you can send us an email with your ideas at we got this podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash we got this podcast. Or reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. There is a flame war happening right now. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. Thank you, as always, to our wonderful musicians Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein for our award-winning song and score, respectively. And thank you to all of the listeners who continue with us on this journey. We appreciate you really becoming a part of the We Got This family. And uh, without you, it would just be Mark and I talking to each other, which is fine. But you make it an engaging debate all over the internet and whenever we meet you in person. So so please keep listening. Share the show with your friends. Let the argument just grow and grow uh, until we cannot be contained. And I cannot tell you how much fun it is when I meet someone who listens to the show, which happened recently in Arizona, of all places, and we immediately started arguing about topics uh, that we had discussed on the show. <laughs> which is my favorite thing in the whole world to be told I am wrong. Uh, I love it. Keep doing it. Uh, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.